0: Well, it's another week, which means there's a massive change over at DC, and this time it involves Henry Cavill as Superman. Just when he thought he was in, they pull him back out. This video is brought to you by Athletic Greens, the makers of AG1. Go to athleticgreens.com Dan for a special offer, and stay tuned after this video for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle, here with my response and breakdown to some huge DC news for the second consecutive week. Every time I make a plan to do a video, this was going to be a a video about the sight and sound poll that came out last week. Now it's about Superman, that sight and sound video is going to have to probably wait until the weekend. But things keep changing over there. We knew that James Gunn and Peter Safran were going to be making some big changes that they were presenting their plan this week. There was already some news that broke last week about the Snyderverse potential. Potentially being in danger about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, but this is the biggest piece of news to drop so far, because James Gunn himself last night said on Twitter that Henry Cavill's turn as Superman is over. Henry Cavill himself also confirmed that news, so let's break down what we know and what was announced last night. James Gunn said that his and Peter Safran's plan for DC is finished, that more details will be made public next year, but that the plans for Superman specifically will be to go back to a younger version of the character, and that Henry Cavill is not part of their plan. James Gunn is writing this new Superman film for sure. The door is open for him to potentially direct, but that really depends on a lot of his other duties over at DC Studios and whether he's gonna be able to have time to do that. Sources also told The Hollywood Reporter that the new Superman film, while being about a younger version of the character than currently exists in the DC universe, will not be an origin story. It'll be Superman working as Clark Kent at the Daily Planet. It would reportedly reintroduce characters like Lois Lane. So I guess it's sort of a soft reboot, or a softer reboot as you can do, we really can't go all the way back to the beginning again, or at least you wouldn't think that we could. One key detail that was included in a few different trades is that the J.J. Abrams produced, Ta-Nehisi Coates written Superman film, which will reportedly feature a black lead as Superman, is reportedly not affected by these changes and that that project remains in active development. So this news is a little bit different from what we talked about last week, largely because we did get confirmation it was announced by Gunn himself, and as I mentioned, Henry Cavill confirmed the news on his Instagram page saying, quote, I've just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Soffron, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them, and all involved with the new universe, the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all onwards and upwards. So there's not a whole lot of wiggle room there. That is literally just Henry Cavill saying, my time as Superman is over. Now, James Gunn said in his part of the announcement that he and Peter Severin had talked about Henry Cavill returning to the DC universe in the future in a different role, which is very interesting because keep in mind, that's the same scenario that was potentially floated for Jason Momoa in the first reports last week about the death of the Snyderverse or the potential death of the Snyderverse that he would not continue as Aquaman, but that he would take on another role in the DC Universe. And here we have that same scenario being floated for Henry Cavill. Just food for thought there. So we now know that there will be no Man of Steel 2, and it seems no project whatsoever that will be done with Henry Cavill as Superman. We know that there will be no Wonder Woman 3, at least not in any present form that was led by Patty Jenkins. And Patty Jenkins also took to social media earlier this week to clear up some of the story around her departure from that project. And she said, well, wait, all of these stories about the fact that I walked away are not true. I was told by James Gunn and Peter Safran that, quote, there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. And James Gunn also chimed in saying, yes, every interaction that we had with you was very pleasant. So again, it seems the result of Wonder Woman 3 not moving ahead isn't the fact that Patty Jenkins necessarily turned in something that they didn't like. It's that right now there is no plan that involves that version of the character or anything Patty Jenkins could do with that version of the character based on what this master plan is, which we still don't know. Jason Momoa's Aquaman still has a movie that comes out next year. There are some reports that perhaps Ben Affleck's Batman could have some roles in future DC films. Although notably, James Gunn also confirmed a report on Twitter that Ben Affleck had met with him and Peter Safran to talk about directing a future film in the DC universe. And that right now seems far more likely than Ben Affleck continuing as Batman in a large capacity moving forward. And then we get to Black Adam, which is really where all of this new Superman stuff started. There's been a battle of the words for the last week or so with initial reports saying that the movie was going to lose money and then The Rock providing this deadline report that said that Black Adam was going to actually turn a profit. But then there were some reports saying that some people believe that The Rock's own people provided deadline with numbers that painted a rosier financial picture for Black Adam than actually existed so that they could generate a story that The Rock could then share and say hey look we're going to make money, Black Adam is really its own drama to itself and I have a lot more to say about The Rock in just a few minutes. But let's take stock of where we are right now and especially with this news in context of some of the reports last week about the Snyderverse and the future of the DC Universe and it seems to me that this is all but complete confirmation that the Snyderverse moving forward except for the things that are already deep into production is completely dead because I don't see how you move ahead with any large aspect of the Snyderverse without Henry Cavill as Superman. So that means that next year we're probably going to see our last look at Jason Momoa as Aquaman, our last look at Zachary Levi as Shazam, What's going to happen with Peacemaker? Is Peacemaker season two even still going to happen? I could see that season happening. Maybe the show could somehow exist on its own if you completely divorce it from other ties to the DC universe, or perhaps Peacemaker will also be going out the window. Perhaps we'll be losing the Suicide Squad. They weren't exactly killing it at the box office. It seems more and more likely that we are seeing a complete erasure of what they have in the DC universe right now, at least the interconnected movies, not including things like Matt Reeves Batman and what looks to be a complete reinvention of the DC universe literally from the ground up. Speaking of Matt Reeves Batman, James Gunn also denied reports earlier this week that they were considering bringing Matt Reeves Batman into the new universe that he was building. He categorically denied that, so it does appear that the Matt Reeves Batman films will still be off in their own universe. What does this mean for The Flash and any potential things that are happening in the new movie and Flashpoint and Michael Keaton, who was supposed to have a big role going forward as Batman, he's already not going to be in the Batgirl movie because the Batgirl movie is not going to happen, are they going to make any changes to that Flash movie? Nobody really knows at this point, but let's operate on what we do know right now, which is that Henry Cavill is done as Superman in the DC Universe. And really honestly, what a waste. What an utter waste of talent, and look, this is from a guy who didn't really particularly enjoy any movie that Henry Cavill appeared in as Superman, apart from Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm not a big fan of Man of Steel, I am not a fan of Batman v Superman, I'm not a fan of the theatrical cut of Justice League, and even Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'm not clamoring for them to continue that universe going forward, I just really liked what was done in that specific film. While I was not a huge fan of the Superman movies that Henry Cavill appeared in, I am a big fan of Henry Cavill. And I think that there was great potential and great places to go with that character. And you really can't look at this as anything other than a spectacular mismanagement of this franchise and these characters across many different years, from a series of different executives and studio heads, and yes, a very muddled creative vision as well. I know a lot of people don't really hold Zack Snyder accountable for any of this, but the fact of the matter is that his first two films in this universe were not received well enough by everybody to stay the course. I know that the Snyderverse fans will say, well, if you just had kept going, then things would have been great, but there was absolutely nothing about performance critically or box office wise for those movies that would actually make that case provable. I think this is just terrible timing for Henry Cavill. He was just doomed to take the role of Superman at a time when nobody at Warner Brothers knew what the hell was going on from one month to the next, sometimes even from one week to the next. And I feel really, really bad for him because publicly Henry Cavill has seemingly been nothing but gracious and patient and understanding and at times sad that he might not play Superman but always optimistic that he might get the chance to do it again. I don't know what happens behind closed doors but Henry Cavill seems like somebody who really just wanted to play the Man of Steel and the studio could not get out of his way. And things got so untenable that by the time that he could come back and play the role, they were gonna reboot the entire universe. It was a great career opportunity for Henry Cavill and he was able to turn it into future success and I think that we're going to see him in a lot of great movies going forward, but it was a bungling of his role as Superman by executives and really through no fault of his own. Now there's been a lot of talk about the fact that he left his role as Gerald in The Witcher after the upcoming season 3 and some people also blame DC for this because they say well he quit The Witcher so that he could go be Superman and now he's not going to be Superman and now he doesn't have the job as The Witcher either. I think there might be more to that story because if you look at other reports it seems like there may have been some creative differences on that show that also motivated his exit. So I'm not going to lay him- Henry Cavill's departure as the Witcher at the feet of the Warner Brothers executives. But still, this has been a frustrating ride for Henry Cavill and his time as Superman. Let's take a look back at this bumpy ride, at a little bit of a timeline of Henry Cavill's history as the Man of Steel and the legacy that he might leave. Nearly 12 years ago now, Henry Cavill was first announced as the next Superman on January 30th, 2011. In August of that year, the first picture of Henry Cavill in costume emerged. It was him in the bank vault, I still remember that picture. In December of 2012, the first full trailer for Man of Steel Steel debuted and the movie was released on June 14th, 2013. Just over one month later though, instead of A Man of Steel 2, at Comic Con, Batman v Superman was announced as the next Superman film. The trailer for Batman v Superman debuted at Comic-Con two years later, July 11th, 2015, the first full trailer. And then on March 25th, 2016, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice debuted, which saw Superman killed off at the hands of Doomsday. And I was shocked that they did that that early. Superman had been in one solo film. This was his second appearance and you've already jumped ahead to killing him off. This to me was when things really started to go off the rails with the character of Superman and I think it's largely because they rushed the building of the Justice League and the introduction of Batman and the introduction of Wonder Woman to all be in this movie. Batman v Superman for me is the inflection point for where things could have gone better for Warner Brothers and DC and Zack Snyder, yes, if they had been willing to wait just a little bit longer to build this larger universe. In August 2016, there was a Man of Steel 2 that was reported to be in active development as Henry Cavill, teased to return as Superman in the Justice League movie. On May 22, 2017, Joss Whedon took over Justice League from Zack Snyder, reshooting a lot of scenes involving Superman, which resulted in the CGI mustache debacle. Now, in May of 2017, this was painted largely as an opportunity for Zack Snyder to step away to deal with family tragedy. In later years, it was suggested and implied that this was not so much an act of letting him go and be with his family. This was also partially DC saying we want to put this film in the hands of another director. Justice League debuted on November 17th, 2017, to poor reviews and lower than expected box office, and the next year in September 2018, reports emerged that Henry Cavill would be stepping away from his role as Superman. However, just one year later in November of 2019, in an interview with Men's Health, Cavill told the magazine that he's still DC Superman and wanted to continue playing the role. On May 20 20- 20th, 2020, at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, an announcement was made that Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut, would be released on HBO Max in 2021 after an extended effort by fans to see that film. On May 27th, 2020, Cavill was reported to be back in negotiations to return to the DC Universe as Superman. The following year, on March 18th, 2021, Zack Snyder's Justice League was released on HBO Max to great acclaim from fans. But just a few weeks later, Warner Brothers was reported to be developing a different Superman movie with Ta-Nehisi Coates and J.J. Abrams and looking to cast a black lead. In November of 2021, last year, about a year ago, Cavill continued to say that he would love to keep playing Superman and it all came to a head this summer, in July 2022 as rumors abounded leading up to San Diego Comic-Con that Henry Cavill would be at Comic-Con and that his return as Superman would be announced. Of course, that didn't happen due largely to rumors that really didn't have a whole lot of credence to begin with, but this idea of Henry Cavill coming back as Superman was already in the air. After a lot of speculation, it was confirmed upon the release of Black Adam on October 21st, just a couple of months ago, that Superman was back. He appeared in the end credit scene of the film, reportedly after The Rock pressured WB executives to include Cavill in the movie. Black Adam. And just three days later, on October 24th, 2022, Henry Cavill announced on his Instagram that he was back as Superman, thanked fans for their patience and said that there was a lot more to come. I am back as Superman. And the image you see on this post and what you saw in Black Adam, are just a very small taste of things to come. But little did he know that the very next day, the first steps of his removal from the role were being taken. Because the day after Henry Cavill made that announcement, James Gunn and Peter Safran were announced as the new heads of DC Studios and that they would be drawing up a game plan for the entire DC Universe. Then last week, as I mentioned, there were reports emerging that Wonder Woman 3 would not be moving forward. That also called the future of the Snyderverse into question. And then yesterday, one week later, it was confirmed that Henry Cavill would not be returning to his role as Superman. I don't know if the end result was ever going to be different uh, with James Gunn and Peter Safran, no matter what had happened with Black Adam, but I do think that the end game has been a lot messier because of The Rock. And you know that I have some history with The Rock due to my work at Screen Junkies. We've done a lot of great videos together, but I do think that there was some overstepping of boundaries that happened here that helped to complicate this when it came to what Henry Cavill's role was going to be in the future. Because if you'll recall, when Black Adam came out, Dwayne Johnson took a huge victory lap saying, hey, I was the guy that made this happen. I'm the guy that brought Henry Cavill back to the fold. But it turned out that all of these efforts were for naught because The Rock was right about one thing. The hierarchy of power had changed at DC, but not in Henry Cavill's favor and likely not in his favor either. And it seems like some of those executives that were reticent to put Henry Cavill in the movie, even though they're not at the studio anymore, perhaps they were right to be hesitant because this has just been made worse by the fact that You just brought Superman back into the fold. And had Henry Cavill come out, it's worse now than if they just hadn't done it at all. You have to wonder, does this make DC less likely to continue with Black Adam? Because it is tied so closely to Henry Cavill's Superman. Was The Rock's effort to bring Henry Cavill and tie him into Black Adam the thing that is going to sink Black Adam's future? Be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. This whole thing has been haphazard and chaotic. As Henry Cavill noted, he was given clearance by the studio itself to announce his return, and then things literally changed the next day, and I think it does go all the way back to Batman v Superman. Warner Brothers slash Warner Brothers Discovery has never really seemed to know what it wanted, and it's also been willing to change its mind at a moment's notice, and that's got to be so frustrating if you are an actor who just wants to play a part. Everybody publicly so far, Henry Cavill, Patty Jenkins that have put time and energy into movies and roles at DC that apparently are not going to happen. They've all been very pleasant in public, but I would be absolutely furious if I were either one of them, and especially if I was Henry Cavill. And this is really just horrible for the fans, and I count myself as one of them. I am a fan of Superman, and I was looking forward to see what Henry Cavill could do in the DC universe because everybody's really been on this roller coaster ride for years now, really since 2017 and what happened with Justice League. And I'm not talking about the fans that kind of go on the internet and angrily demand the movies that they want at the cost of the person who does anything that they don't like, uh, telling them they should be fired and, you know, uh, harassing them on social media. I'm not talking about those fans. There are, I'm not going to say a small number, but I will say a minority of fans who are out there making a lot of noise and giving other fans a bad name. And I'm not saying that being earnest or passionate about these characters is bad, but we all know what the line is, and there are plenty of people out there that are crossing it. feel bad for them. I do feel bad for the people that were genuinely excited by the future of Superman. And I think that there's still a lot to be excited about. We don't know what this version of Superman is that James Gunn has planned. This is a stability move, the idea of bringing in James Gunn and Peter Safran to map out an extended universe, and it's something that should have been done a long time ago, but the question that remains is, how many fans are going to still be there when they introduce these new characters? Will there'll be a lot of fans that have just thrown up their hands and walked away, or will there'll be a lot of fans that are sitting there saying like, you know what, I'm gonna be patient, I'm gonna wait it out, and I'm gonna see what's in store. Studio leadership certainly isn't helping by canceling movies and pulling things off their streaming service and taking stuff away that people thought that they had. There is a sense that Warner Brothers Discovery itself is chaotic even more so in some ways than Warner Brothers the old regime was. There is this hope that James Gunn and Peter Safran are going to be the steady hand on the wheel despite what's happening at the studio level and I hope that that's true as a DC fan. I want to see great Batman and Superman movies. I would love to see Green Lantern back in the universe I'd love to see great versions of all of these characters, and I hope that that's what gets delivered. James Gunn and Peter Safran had to know what they were walking into, and I think that it's somewhat admirable in a sense that they are committing to these big changes right up front. They're not letting speculation take over, openly admitting and honestly saying, this is what we're doing. We understand that not everybody's going to be happy. I don't really blame them for this, at least not with Henry Cavill. They were kind of put in a very difficult position. I do blame the Warner Brothers executives' past and present present that allowed things to get to this point. We've all known I've been covering Warner Brothers for a very long time here and on Screen Junkies just how much of a if you'll pardon my French shit show it has always been over there and this is yet another example of what happens when you don't know what you're doing. The executives that aren't there anymore They got their golden parachutes, they're gone. But the people that are paying are people like Henry Cavill who just lost out on an opportunity to play Superman and the fans who lost out on potential future movies with Henry Cavill. I think the only hope right now, and let's end on a note of hope because that's largely what Superman is about. The only hope right now is that we are entering into a new era for DC, an era of stability and an era where we have some creatives in control that earnestly and honestly want to see the best future of these characters for For the sake of the characters and for the sake of the fans. So those are my thoughts on Henry Cavill departing the role of Superman. What do you think? Are you upset that he's not gonna play Superman anymore? Are you optimistic about what the future may bring? Or are you done with the Man of Steel on screen for a while? Let me know in the comments down below and thank you so much for watching. Before I go, I wanna thank the sponsor for this video, Athletic Greens, the makers of AG1. You've been hearing about Athletic Greens on the show for quite a while now. I started taking it because I'm looking to support better gut health and overall better me and during this cold flu season, anything you can do to boost your body's immune system is a plus. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and more to help you start your day right. Taking AG1 is super simple. I can either put a scoop right into a cup of water or mix it into a shake. Either way, it's a quick and tasty way for me to start my day off right and make sure that I'm supporting not only my gut health, but my immune system, my recovery, focus, and so much more. AG1 is lifestyle-friendly and contains less than one gram of sugar with no GMOs or artificial anything. And Athletic Greens also cares about the world. They donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry, right here in the U.S. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting, vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com Dan. Again, that is athleticgreens.com Dan to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this video and thank you again for watching. I'll be back very soon with the latest movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Until next time, stay safe and I'll see you then. Bye.